thanks for tuning in to Daily Devotions with Pastor Eric. I hope that today's devotion will be a blessing to you. Either you're supplementing this with your other devotional practices or you're using this as a way to learn more about how to start your own daily devotions. If you have questions about anything that I cover or you would like additional suggestions on how to include devotions into your life, please email me at ebreynolds87 at gmail.com. We're going to do things a little bit different today. Over the last uh, week or two, we have covered the entire book of Galatians and about half of 2 Timothy. So today, uh, and for the next few podcasts, what I want to do is help instruct you and give you some resources on how to do devotions on yourse- or with, by yourself. So today, we're actually going to cover three do's and don'ts of daily devotions. These aren't the only things that I would list as do's and don'ts, but I think these are are fairly core and fairly fundamental or foundational to establishing a a devotion for your life or devotional practices. So let's get right into it. The first one is don't look at this time as a chore or a way to check off the block for your spirituality. Why do I say that? A lot of times we just want to check things off and say, okay, I got my God stuff done for the day. But really, our devotional time should not be like that. We shouldn't look at it and come to God and say, ah, shucks, I really don't have the time to do this today. So let me see how little time I could spend in the Word or in prayer. I only have five minutes. Now, if you only have five minutes in your day, use those five minutes to the glory of God. But don't look at it as, oh, man, now I got to go and do this or uh, I gotta wake up early tomorrow morning or stay up late tonight to, to make sure I get this done. Uh, well, a do that goes along with this is do look at this time as a privilege to worship God. Understand this that even in the early church, they didn't have the compendium that we have now in the written word of God. They had the Old Testament, okay, and some of the early uh, churches had these circular or encyclical letters that Paul had written. And as they were trying to establish the canon, what it what has been written that is words God, they only have bits and pieces. We are blessed with this compendium of what God has put together and breathed through the authors of Scripture. So, uh, look at this as a privilege where I get to know the God who has created the universe. Not only that, but He has made a way for salvation for me to come to him. He's provided everything to reconcile that relationship. Now I get to focus even this this 5, 10, 15 minutes or an hour, whatever you do, I get to focus this time in on him who has called me. That is amazing. That is a great privilege. Something that uh, prior to even the Reformation was difficult because they didn't have a widespread use of the Bible. If you want to go learn and read the Bible yourself, you had to go to seminary or at that time they had something a little bit different. You had to be in the clergy to be able to understand the word of God because a lot of times or at that time their uh, services were in Latin. So even most of the people who would go to church didn't even have a clue what the priest at that time was saying. They just did not have a clue. So look at this as a privilege where you're coming before the throne of God and you're getting to know him. He is working in you through the spirit to draw you to him and open up a treasury, a treasury of information for you that you can know about him, about yourself and about this world. It's incredible. Uh, second, uh, the second don't don't wing it. Uh, what do I mean by don't wing it? Don't just come in on, say, Monday morning and say, well, what am I going to do today? 
have a plan, and that goes into our do. Do have a general plan on what you will find helpful in reading. Set aside a specific time each day when you're at your best to spend time in worship of God. Listen, I'm more of a morning person. As I'm drinking my morning coffee, I'm getting my pet for the day, and I'm usually really solid until about noontime, 1 o'clock. But after that, I know I'm usually toast. So uh, I usually try to schedule, you know, appointments for the afternoon or time that uh, I can focus. It's a different time of focus for me. But I spend my mornings deep in the Word of God. Uh, that's when I do most of my sermon prep. That's also when I do a lot of my other readings for, for classes or whatnot. But I do a lot of my work in the morning. So what I do is I set aside that time, that first hour or so of when I wake up, to spend in the Word of God, not for sermon prep, not for school, not for you know creating a Bible study or anything like that. I'm simply seeking to be in the Word of God and in prayer and getting to know Him who has made me. So have a general idea or a general plan. I'm not saying that you know you have to have you know down to minute detail what you're going to do each day. But having an idea, okay, I'm going to start here in the Bible and I'm going to read, you know, a chapter. I'm going to read, you know, a, a paragraph or a pericope. I'm going to read an entire book. As I know, people like John MacArthur encourage reading through an entire book or in longer books, read just seven chapters at a time. Have that plan and do that. Uh, maybe even have a plan. I like to write out my prayers. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but I often write out my prayers for my devotions. Uh, it's just a way for me to help reflect and set my mind on God because I, if you're anything like me, my mind often wanders. Uh, I, I have a hundred things going on, so if I don't focus my prayers, then I'll be, just get lost in the sauce, and, and that's not glorifying to God either. So don't just wing it. Have a good plan of what you are seeking to get out of that time. And remember that your devotional life, this isn't this isn't a devotional of, oh, hey, I'm going to really feel good about myself uh, afterwards. And, and that's usually that's usually a byproduct, but that's not your main focus. Uh, and we'll probably get into that in a later podcast. But our main focus should be our devotion to God. If your devotions aren't centered on God, then it's not a devotion. Uh, you know, it's not a, a devotion of God. It's a devotion of yourself. And, and we don't need any more, any more of that in today's day and age. Third, our last don't, don't try and accomplish a lifetime of knowledge and worship into 10 minutes, a week, or even a year. Well, why a lot of people don't start, and, and I understand because even when I was early on in my walk, the, the most difficult thing for me was to realize how much information I did not know, how much I did not know about God, or even how to start spending time with Him in the Word. What you need to understand is you're not going to be able to cram all that in into one daily devotional a day. You need to have your mind on the long game, which goes into our do. Do spend your time wisely, but have the long game in mind. Understand, this is going to take a lifetime for you to know the things of God. And even then, you're never going to know everything about, about God. You just aren't. Even the best scholars known to man throughout the history of the church... Still, there were things that all of them didn't fully understand. There are people who specialize in different aspects of the Word, and God, Word of God because there's so much depth there. So, don't try and cram everything into 10 minutes. Uh, you know, there are probably, I could name probably 100 books that I would like to read by the end of this week that I feel are so important, they're so important 
to the history of the church and the history of God's word and to the life of those who've been in the church for so many centuries that I want to have them read tomorrow. And I want to have all the information that's gleaned in there. But that's just not possible. So I try to focus my time, and I encourage you to do this as well, whether you have 10 minutes or an hour or, or whatever that might be for you in your daily devotional, understand that you're not, don't, it's not about how much you read. It's about how much depth you get into in what you read. Can you understand it? Can you, what is, are you listening to God when you are in your daily devotions? Or are you simply just looking to check off that block going back to our first do and don't? Don't just check off that block. Don't say, well, I'm reading this book for the sake of reading that book. That's very tempting. Trust me, I, I, I've been there. I have done that where I've just, well, I've checked off that book. I, I've read through, you know, uh, Leviticus or, or I've read through uh, Discipleship by, by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I, I've checked off that block. I can add it to my list of things that I've read. Don't do that. Be very intentional. If that means you only read a paragraph of God's word, man, make that paragraph count. Understand what God is saying through there. Pray through it. God, what are you saying here? And what does this mean for my life? And how great are you to have written this? And what does this attest to of your creation? So I encourage that those are your three do's and three don'ts. Don't look at this as a chore, but look at this as a privilege to worship God. Don't just wing it. Um, have a general plan uh, of what you're going to be reading. And don't try to accomplish a lifetime of work in just 10 minutes. But spend your time and have a plan for the long game in mind. Spend your time wisely. Well, that concludes our uh, our podcast today. I hope you've found it edifying. And uh, if you have any questions or any suggestions, feel free to email me again. My my email address is ebreynolds87. God bless. How y'all feel out there?